Hello, everybody. It's me, Kristen. And me, Will. And before we get started, we wanted to let you know that if you're listening to this in real time, that we are going to be at the Jersey Devil Fable Festival in Asbury Park, New Jersey, tomorrow, Saturday, May 7th. And we would love it if you came out. Yeah, we're going to have a table where you can come see us all day. We're just going to be sitting there chatting amongst ourselves. Staring. Yeah, staring, waiting, yeah. watching. Uh, and we're going to be doing a live episode of Guide to the Unknown at the festival itself at 2 p.m. So mm-hmm. come out and join us, see a live episode, go down, hang out with us at the table, and uh, it'll be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. So give a goog to the Jersey Devil Fable Festival, get all of the information that's being put on by the Paranormal Museum of Asbury Park, and we can't wait to see who comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Links in the show notes, and enjoy the episode. This is Johnson, badge number 32017. And I'm immediately taking notes. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week, Will's going to take it away and give us some San Francisco treats. We're going to... Pull that little trolley string. Ding, ding. And stop at Willie's place. (laughs) (laughs) It's my show now. Yep. I am now in control of all things. Yes. Um, Yeah, I just got back from San Francisco. I was there for about a week. Mm -hmm. Um, Literally got back yesterday or the day before? Yesterday. Yesterday? Time has become meaningless. I'm sure. Absolutely meaningless. If it wasn't already before. Right. The combination of being on vacation and then coming home with the jet lag of that, like... Just It doesn't matter what day it is when you're away or anything, so no. you already lose track of time, and then your body just must be feeling all over the place. I, I did not. I thought that I would be immune to jet lag, because I don't care about time anyway. Eh. It turns out I'm not. I'm very tired. Yeah. Um, we've all been sleeping quite a bit. I'm sure. In this house, which has been lovely, quite frankly. Good. Um, but yeah, out in uh, San Francisco, I tackled a few Guide to the Unknown-esque Things that uh, I think I'd like to share with you and our listeners. Something that's gonna like blow your hair back. Necessarily. I'm looking forward to. It. Did you see a drive-by fruiting? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ask that question? Because Mrs. Doubtfire takes place in San Francisco. Is that right? I think so. She I, gets off a trolley. I think you're right about. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Wow, weird reference. Yeah, <laughs> I disagree. But everybody out in San Francisco kept going. Hey, where are you from? Mm-hmm. to me and i i really had this feeling like how do you know i'm not from here <laughs> right how dare you i don't know maybe they're just so used to like tourists and stuff and they hadn't seen you around they're you know stomping grounds maybe it was the fact that i was wearing you know like a fanny pack and a visor <laughs> and shorts and white socks up to my knees that could do it <laughs> you know a I, camera around your neck yeah i can't yeah. believe i guess i looked like a consummate you know tourist huh i don't know i don't know um but i kept thinking that it looked like um full house Oh, okay. I also had the feeling any time that I've ever gone to California, I don't care. I was far north of LA, Mm -hmm. but I got off the plane. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is California. Uh You like look down any street and there are just mountains. Yeah, yeah. That's (laughs) cool. Those like LA hills seem to be everywhere throughout the state. Yeah. Where I was like, yeah, this is, this entire state appears to be one thing. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, at least it's a nice thing, I guess. Yeah, I I certainly liked it. I liked it quite a bit. And where we ended up going, we flew out for a wedding, I should say. Right. So we flew initially into San Francisco, but then we had to drive a few hours north Mm -hmm. to go to this wedding that was like so drastically in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. that I instantly started thinking about murder. Right. Immediately. You, you committing it or solving it. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd I think I'd be the solver numero uno. Oh, great. We um the way that we had to get to this wedding venue, Kristen, was so spooky and fun. We cool. had to drive through like redwood forests up and down a mountain oh, incredibly man. tight hairpin turns. I said to Allie, and I I don't know why I thought that this would go over just like Nothing, but uh, I said very strategically as Allie was driving, mm-hmm. um, I said, I wonder if uh, anybody's like, like, I wonder if cars flip yeah. on these turns ever. <laughs> because in my head, I'd started convincing myself, we're going to flip over. Yeah. <laughs> Not right. that she, was, she wasn't doing anything no, wrong. No, but just because it's so extreme. So extreme, such extreme plunges off to the right. That's scary. Zero barrier whatsoever. Isn't that crazy? It's really crazy. Don't you feel like we should have found a way to make this not a thing? Yeah. 
you know like even i'm sure it's way more extreme what you saw but even in parts of like connecticut actually even in parts of new jersey there have been areas where it's like that where it's just a drop off and it's like it feels like it's two inches from your car yeah why absolutely terrifying Uh and this this path that you take one your cell service is cutting in and out constantly so like i already start thinking about like uh, horror movies and mystery stories where they need some contrivance to be like the cell signals down and it feels ham-handed right. it's all true no contrivance necessary no it's the year 2022 and it's completely natural to mm-hmm. lose your cell signal all over the place it seems like a difference of like 50 feet one way or the other and you either have cell service or you don't right i do not understand how there's cell gotta be a work. line i guess, I guess. So um, we're taking all of these tight, like hairpin turns, and it's making me so anxious that you can literally just look out your window down to a fairly sheer drop. Yeah, I don't like that. And one of the most telltale things about driving through these mountains, uh, I would say, I don't know, maybe every hundred yards or something, they have a um, a little area just off to the the side of the road, mm-hmm. and signs that say "slow cars must pull over." So if you're stuck behind a truck or something that's going, you know, two miles an hour because they really can't afford to take those turns at any kind of speed. Yeah. They have to pull off to the side of the road so that other cars can go around them. Oh, wow. Um, It is so nerve wracking. Yeah. And to uh, my credit, I want to say, when we drove back, several cars got out of our way. Several cars went into the like, we're being too slow for the people behind us. And I was the people behind us. I think. I find that information shocking. What? Why? (laughs) Because you're a slow driver. I am not. Was I good or was I good? It sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds like he must have been. There's a a driving San Francisco correspondent, Allie Palmer. Did you tell her that you saw a flipped over? Okay. Wait, what? Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, you're, we did see a car that flipped over. Oh, that's so scary. It was it was a, like a tractory. It was a, a truck that had. It was a Ford F one fifty that was hauling. Yeah, wait, wait, come here. Uh huh. Sorry. It was a Ford F one fifty that was hauling a camper, and basically, like as a trailer, and basically the camper had turned on a curve or whatever. But then the side of the F-150 was basically torn out where it had been, like, detached. Oh, my God. And so, like, no one was injured and it didn't look like it was, like, a huge problem. Yeah. But it was, like, that car is totaled. I mean, crazy. And a good indication of how, like, Ooh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, how, like, heavy yeah. Yeah, that turn was. Because that, that trailer, it, like, ripped the car like it was yeah. tissue paper. Yeah. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. Like, if a dinosaur in Jurassic Park took yes. its fingernail yes. and went... Along yes. the car, like heat it. A hundred percent. Yeah, it was. The it was. Bed, like, ripped out. Oh my god! It was pretty dicey driving. That's scary. Yeah, it was. It was very scary. But she then, did it. but videos. we we did it. Oh, maybe I will. I did take like a bunch of videos because you know I love the woods. Uh huh. So I kept in the passenger seat on the way down. I was just like videoing like a million different like because yeah. it would get so dark overhead from like all the trees. It would almost feel like it was like nighttime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful, nice, and intense. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, thank you, Allie. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. So um, we get to the other side, and it turns out that this Airbnb that we're staying at for the wedding is right on the top of these cliffs. We are genuinely—I could walk to the edge of the cliff and be staring out at the Pacific Ocean within 15 seconds from our that bed. That must have been beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Could not stop thinking about murder. Of course. Couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. I'm, you know, uh, mid-30s, I think, is the average age of everybody staying Mm -hmm. at these uh, Airbnbs for the wedding. And I start thinking about how, like, any time that I've ever considered, you know, um, and then there were none. Yeah, murder, (laughs) most foul. Anytime I've ever thought about, like, old Agatha Christie-style mysteries. It's very, you were kind of in the perfect scenario. Yeah. In the perfect setting. Yes. I always think that those characters are, like, way older. No. No, I'm that age now. Mm -hmm. And so at one point, I was watching somebody who I didn't know. Because I don't know anybody. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Allie's... Yeah. Date, basically. Right. But so at one point, I'm, I'm looking out the windows at the cliff, and I'm watching as one person alone starts walking out to look at the water at the cliff's edge. Oh, man. And I start thinking, what if they don't come back? Yeah. What if they don't come back? You know, I just read a book that was set at a wedding 
on like you know cliffs and whatever called the guest list mm. and that scenario would absolutely fit well in there i'll tell you what, maybe i'll have to read that book because i'm of a mind it's okay to to write a story yeah i've been writing a story in my head mm-hmm. haven't put pen to paper sure. <laughs> i haven't written a goddamn sure. word but i'm telling myself a whole story about this event that yeah. I, I really think would be Fun, like yeah. a modern sort of classic throwback kind of story. This was not that, so... Well, that's what I yeah, want. Yeah, the path is wide open. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. What is that called? It's uh, The Guest List by Lucy Foley. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check I it out. I kind of liked it. Well, even still. Yeah. Don't, don't deter me. Don't stop me. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I kind of want to stop you from spending hours reading something. All right, maybe I won't read yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll just write my own story. Um, so uh, uh, here, this is, I think, a, a decent launching off point to explain now that almost everything that I have to say about the experience of going out to San Francisco, where mm-hmm. I've never been before, and everything that we did, it all travels through a filter of what movies, shows, games, books, all media that right. I've experienced. Anytime I bring something up, uh, Ali goes like, how'd you know that? And I'm like, oh, they said that on the X-Files. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know anything. <laughs> I have no knowledge that is of my my own, like... I, it's not, I can only imagine I would be the same. And maybe maybe most people, right? I maybe, mean, yeah. But I, I feel like I've got such like an encyclopedia of this yeah. crap. Because like even when we got through um San Francisco, I'm seeing signs. Like it's a three hour drive from San Francisco north to where we were for the wedding. Mm-hmm. And as we're driving, I I see all these signs for different locations, and I'm like, Santa Rosa. Oh, I know what that is. Vallejo, the Zodiac. Yep. You know, like I just keep, yeah. and, but I only know the Zodiac, even though that's, you know, true crime. Right. I know that because of the movie Zodiac, right. Right. which of course I had downloaded onto my phone and my iPod. How could you not? My iPad, just in case I wanted to watch it. Spoiler alert, I did. Yeah, it's a I complete did, banger. I did want to watch it. I watched Zodiac in San Francisco and it was everything that's awesome. I dreamed it could be, Kristen. Yes. Did you uh, remember that June Diane Raphael was going to be in it? Or did I, she surprise you? Every single time I see June <laughs> Diane Raphael in that movie, I'm like, oh my God, she's right. in this. Um, also, her, I mean, maybe not everybody knows this, but her, her best friend Casey Wilson is in Gone Girl. And it's a similar thing. Where is that you're right? Like, what? Yeah, she's and she's like a comedian too. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Maybe I have to rewatch Gone Girl. Me too. I haven't seen it in a million years. Um, so uh, at the wedding, a bunch of things that I can't tell you. Uh, in, intrigued me. Um, this is one that's not about the the guests or anything, mm-hmm. but is just something that like I constantly encountered, and it is the San Francisco guys. Okay, it is these like tech bros Ugh. just talking about like blockchain and nonsense. Like even on the plane, I couldn't believe this. This was like a cliche in the extreme. So we've got sweet baby Zoe, yeah, and we had a a baby seat for the airplane. It's basically like a car seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get her situated and the guy who's sitting in the row in front of her immediately sits down and starts trying to recline his seat and he's knocking into Zoe. <laughs> and so we're like, ah, oh, that's annoying. He's wearing a headset. Okay. He's not, it's not AirPods. He's wearing like, like what we're, what you're wearing. Yeah. Wearing like a headset with like a little doodly microphone thing coming down uh-huh. um, and he's talking to some people and like well listen listen I don't want to have to micromanage you right like let's figure out how we can work this out together okay and he's got not one but two laptops going oh my god on a plane on a plane he had a laptop on the ground in front of him and one in his lap the entire time he was in one of those rows Look. that has extra leg room and no place to stow a bag mm-hmm. so I would say conservatively 10 to 12 times he had to get up, come over to me and be craning over me to get stuff out of the overhead thing. Cause he was always swapping in and out a laptop or a tablet, getting stuff. This dude was a mover and a shaker. You could tell he was important and he knew it. Oh <laughs> he my was very proud God. of himself. You, there's no way possible you could have pared down your gear no. for this, what, five and a half hours? Yes. Is that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, mind you, Boy. Let's, let's be clear here. Yeah. I did bring my MacBook, my iPad, my Nintendo Switch. Did you have them all out at the same time? Two phones. I had two phones, Kristen. Why'd you have two phones? One for Zoe for when she's sleeping. It oh, does white well, that's, noise. That's Zoe's. Yeah, but there are other games on it that I might want to play, so who knows? Oh, okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but were all you I using used the multiples? entire time was literally just my phone. Uh-huh. Nothing. Didn't touch anything else. This guy liked, had his hands on a couple of keyboards. I would have liked to see this guy. He was like, um, um, who's that guy 
did Liberace play one of those pianos that had like multiple tiers of did. keys? I think so. I think this guy's like, he's got like all these laptops, all these keyboards, you know? It's like tickling the ivories up there going wild. There was not a did single. Did he have seatmates? Yeah. They must have. Yeah, I think everybody was sick of this guy. <laughs> He kept putting his. He feet was probably up. way more of a nuisance than the baby on the plane. Oh, a hundred percent. And uh-huh. I have to say, Zoe was unbelievable. Yeah, she was. First time ever on a plane, she slept through takeoff. That's awesome. She did not care about landing. Mm-hmm. She was wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. And this tech bro is up there bothering everybody. Right. He keeps putting his feet up on one of the emergency exit doors, and the flight attendants keep going over and being like, uh, once again, sir, please take your uh, goddamn feet down off the door. Oh my God. It, it was so. What child? Irritate. But he was so important, Kristen. This Ugh. was a big shot in the extreme. There was not a single meal. This guy needs help. There's not a single meal that I help. had in San Francisco without some tech bro. <laughs> In earshot being like, well, listen, okay, uh, uh, what are you talking about? Okay, what are we talking about here? Right? Am I selling to you? You selling to me? Come on. Movers and shakers. Movers and shakers. It's oh like God. so annoying. The most irritating <laughs> men on the planet, I, uh, to be perfectly <laughs> that honest. That is not, not for me. Oh, no, not at all. Ugh. Um, all right, to hear so about it. Let's, let's talk about my drive back south. Uh-huh. We stayed for a couple of days beyond the wedding. Here's, uh, here's yeah. where the big kahuna stuff happened. So... I mentioned to you a location mm-hmm. that I saw. Yes, Vallejo, of course. Of course. Do you remember what the other one was? Alcatraz. Is that what you're talking about? No. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, I did go to Alcatraz. A location that you mentioned. I, I mentioned it on this show just before. I slipped it in. You didn't even notice, did you? I don't know. You said some town names that I don't think I'd remember. Okay, Kristen. I, I don't know what's going on. I mentioned a town called Santa Rosa. Oh, yeah. I don't know that. You don't know what that is? Mm-mm. I saw it, and immediately I knew what I was dealing with. Is it from, like, Grand Theft Auto or you something? You didn't know, but I knew. Here. <laughs> what is it? I recorded some clips. Check this out. Okay. All right. It's me, Will, Allie, and Zoe. Hi. We're here standing oh, outside a park where it is rumored that a cryptid... Oh, I'm lying. We're right across the street from Woodsboro High School. Oh. Uh-huh. Makes me want to ask a very specific question. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> What's my favorite scary movie? Whoa! You little bitch, you didn't tell me this. You're right. William just William just went to a, a thing of him in front of Stu Mocker's house. How do you, what do you think of that? <laughs> what do you think of that? Ow. I can't believe you didn't tell Quit me. Quit pinching me. Quit pinching me, bro. That's so What's my fun. favorite scary movie? It's Scream. And I'm at Stu Mocker's house. So. Fun. I better get out of here here. Basically, <laughs> I'm in danger. Basically, I found out uh-huh. as we were driving north, as much as I was obsessed by like the Zodiac stuff. Right. I realized Santa Rosa, my like my my broader scream nerd, my behind the scenes scream nerd stuff right. started to come out because in the credits for Scream, they say <laughs> they say like and no thanks whatsoever to Santa Rosa High School. Santa Rosa High School was where they were originally slated to shoot all the school scenes for Scream. Uh-huh. But at like the last second, they backed out. They oh, read the script. Sucks. They saw about the the violence and murder. And y- you sort of can't blame them for not wanting fought? to. But why'd they sign on in the first That's place? That's what I'm saying. It, I, I can only imagine. I, I understand why you would say no off the bat. Yes. But what happened at the last minute? I think that they just didn't really pay attention. And mm. they were like, wait, 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 what did we say yes to? It's murder. So then it sends them into a logistical spiral. Right. Of what are we going to do? So once I notice Santa Rosa, I start looking up Scream filming locations. Mm-hmm. Kristen, they're all, they're all right there. Every That's single so one of them. Fun. Now they're not. They're they're on the drive up. Uh, Allie immediately goes like, "Well, we got to pounce on this." I I never could have imagined that we were going to be driving through your right, favorite what are the chances? Yeah. movies, you know, backyard. Um, so she goes, "Let's let's just keep a, a running list of all of them, and then when we leave the wedding, we'll hit them on the mm-hmm. way back down to San Francisco." So I picked my top three. Yeah. So um, I've only shown you two clips. Uh, <laughs> what do you think the third place was? We went to the school. Like the town square? No, that would be a good one. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to. The, the, I, there were other options that I found online for mm-hmm. like, here are some addresses. 
But honestly, they're not. If they were like boom, boom, boom down the street from each other, right. I would do them all. But they were like each one of these was a good half hour Far. plus away from each other. I didn't want to drive Allie and Zoe right. nuts. So I picked three. So we've got the high school. We've got Stu's house. And the last one that I wanted to see was Sydney's house. That's what I was guessing. We went to Sydney's house first. With that view. I know, that beautiful Ooh, view. From that giant deck. Allie ended up looking um, up how much that house cost. Mm-hmm. In 1996, when they filmed, or 95 probably, it was already like $1.7 million. Yeah, that was a very nice house. So Allie was like, what I don't did know Sydney's what her... dad exactly. do? I don't know what he was doing. He was staying by the airport for some sort of business conference, True. and it was big business. Maybe he was a tech guy. Maybe he was a yeah. Maybe he was on that airplane, right? Like a dorky little headset, yes, irritating a baby, right? Um, but uh, the the entire house gated off very appropriately. Oh, yeah, I don't blame him. I have to say, it made perfect sense. Well, on two levels. One, in real life, that's how you keep a guy like me away from looking at totally. your house. And I do want to say. I was very, very aware of myself. I'm sure you were. Um, this I have no doubt. You're not like... is so similar, mm-hmm. and it makes me a little bit sick that... Wait. Oh, what? William, was somebody on the porch while you were there? Uh, maybe, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you uh, if you watch the if you'd like to watch the video version, it's at youtube.com slash gttupod. And I just noticed that there's a little figure on the porch behind Will in the still from the video that he took at Stu's house. So Stu's house, it turns out, is a wedding venue. Okay, so that's good. I'm 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 hoping hoping that I I, I was not a nuisance because mm-hmm. again I'm so aware that this is like some Lord of the Rings dork. Some big fat bearded guy shows up to bother you. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like I, I was just very aware of myself in that capacity. Right. But I also uh, was overwhelmed by the fat, the desire big to see these places. bearded guyness of myself to be like, well, I'll just drive up and then I'll get out of their hair and I, I won't bother yeah, them. Yeah, move I on. Won't, I won't lurk. I'm not going to sit there with binoculars and mm-hmm. you know, I, I shot a quick thing and I got the hell out of there. Right. Um, but yeah, I did end up looking over my shoulder and just going like, hi, thank you. Sorry. And just got in the car and drove off. Yeah. It seems fine. Yeah. I I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Sydney's house being walled off is also almost like in character. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Allie and I immediately were like, yeah, she's had enough. Uh huh. She's she's done. (laughs) Leave her alone. (laughs) So we, we turned around and drove the other way. That's really funny. So yeah, Stu's house, I want to say is absolutely unbelievably beautiful Uh uh-huh but almost weirder is starting to piece together um like bits and pieces of why maybe decisions were made by visiting these locations so in the movies if you see Stu's house in scream one or the most recent one it almost seems like it's like maybe just like at the end of a long road it's just sort of there by itself yeah when you drive to it it is far up Mm-hmm. On a hill. Oh, wow. Surrounded by nothing. All of this is farmland. It's mm-hmm. 30 minutes of driving past cows to get to Stu's house. And the there's almost a, a an ominous quality. And I, I, I genuinely think about somebody who was scouting for locations mm-hmm. um, being like, yeah, yeah, I'm aware of somebody's farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. I don't know if it's going to be any good. Right. And then they start driving toward it and they're like, oh, my God, it's that little thing high up on that hill. It looks like you're looking up at the Bates Motel or something. That's cool. It is so distant above you and off to the horizon and standing on its own with nothing else around it. That's very cool. It feels important. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they don't shoot it that way in the movies, but I do wonder if that was like a casting or a, a location person's eye of being like, no, yeah, this maybe. place feels different from other places. Maybe. Um, also, driving around these areas... I started seeing signs for the town of Windsor mm-hmm. all over the place. So you go check out Windsor College? Windsor College. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, and this is, I uh, will never know. Yeah. Was Kevin Williamson here for filming and working on Scream 2? Because it comes out a year, less than a year later. And being like, I got to name the college something. I like that. I like that name. Yeah, maybe. Was it just being in the place that... It could very well have been. Often you write what you see. Yeah, sure. You know, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then as much as this was like to get to Stu's house driving through nothing mm-hmm. for 30 minutes, we then um, continued driving when we left and about like 10 feet away, there's a cute, tiny little town. 
and we got pizza. <laughs> There's like a general store. There was like cool. a little society, uh-huh. a teeny tiny little society. And then I started combining it all further. Like it was like almost everything that I'm sort of lightly obsessed with. Seeing all the Zodiac Pizza. stuff. Pizza. <laughs> Scream. <laughs> being through, like driving through all the Zodiac stuff, seeing all the Scream stuff. And then I was like, all this farmland. And there's like an old general store from 200 years ago. And a, and a tiny little church. Yeah. With like one white steeple. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Burkittsville. Cool. It was like it was like all things. Yeah. It was like a little. Um, Were you beside yourself? I was pretty blown away. Yeah, I have to say it was it was it was incredible. That's awesome. It smelled like a cow's ass. Oh, cool! What a beaut! Yeah, <laughs> what a beaut! Um, and then uh, for the uh, the high school itself, just to pull up that all right, mm-hmm. it's clip. So we end up going into the town of Sonoma, mm-hmm. um, which is this is where they ended up getting um, a replacement for the the Santa Rosa High School. Mm-hmm. It's the Sonoma Community Center. And when we first pulled up, I instantly recognized it. But there's also a weird quality that like seeing these things in real life is is almost um almost trippy, not deflating, yeah. but very practical in, right. a, in a sense. Right. And when you see the high school in the movies, I thought that like Oh, okay. Well, now it's you know been thirty years, and they've you know um, uh, put a street here or widened mm-hmm. the street or something like that because the front lawn here seems really small. And I remember the crane shot in Scream, and kids are like sitting on the lawn out front of the high school, and mm-hmm. so it all seems smaller now. Nope, always this size. Wow, just sort of like the magic of filmmaking and what something looks like on film. Yeah. Um, but also. I started thinking about the end of Twin Peaks season three when, uh, spoiler for Twin Peaks season three, Cooper is trying to drive Laura Palmer back to her house. Mm -hmm. And it seems like um, almost something trippy and fourth wall breaking sort of happens. They show up at the house and they knock on the door. And instead of any character from the world of Twin Peaks opening the door, a woman answers and is like, can I help you? Yeah. And it became uh, known after that show came out the woman who opened the door is the real life owner of the real life house, right. not an actress, not a performer, just the owner. So people started having these theories of like, did Cooper leave the world of fictional Twin Peaks and come into our reality? Right. And it felt like that. Yeah. Going to these places in real life. Yeah. Because that's Wood- Woodsboro High School. But it's not Woodsboro High School. It's not. It's yeah. the Sonoma Community Center. And when you walk up to it, there are like you're not in Woodsboro, you're right. in Sonoma, right? And the doors, uh, they've got an art gallery inside, but the doors were locked, so I couldn't go inside. And I just, but like, I, everything felt very real. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I know that's stupid to say because it's real life, but like, no, I get it. It's weird to see something in real life that you've seen in a movie a million times. Yes, and so it creates a, a strange kind of dissonance. I yeah, would think exactly. And like going to Stu's house and being like, I better get out of here. Yeah. Because, like, this is somebody's, like, wedding venue. Mm-hmm. And I was almost going to be like, yes, we're looking for a venue. And there's like, well, I'm wearing a ring and we've got a baby in the back. Yeah, right. It sure seems Never like know. we might be. Sure, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was just very, like, trippy. Yeah. Trippy almost. That's cool. Yeah, it was it was super fun. That's awesome. Um. All right. Let me see. What else do I have here? Um, I kept expecting to see like ghost face <laughs> graffiti all over yeah. the place or something. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I, I, you'd have to imagine that the people living in this area are aware. Right. You know, of, of the fact that they're basically living around filming locations for a very popular movie. You said they're all pretty far away from each other though, right? Yeah. But like if I lived in Sonoma, right, mm-hmm. if I were a kid living in Sonoma right now, I would definitely have put like a Sydney press, like all these like stupid little stickers and things that have ended up with all over the years. Right. Like there would definitely be like a stew sticker on a stop sign nearby yeah, yeah. or something like that. Um, but nothing that I could really huh. tell. Yeah. I'm surprised there wouldn't be something. Yes. And maybe that's the other quality where it's like, it, it almost felt like nobody else was publicly acknowledging these things as uh-huh. being what they are to me. Well, first, yeah, that's the thing. Like, for they might not care as much as, you know, some people. It's not like it's a bunch of, like, horror fans all living in, in Sonoma. Of course, yeah. So, 
you know, to them, it's just another shooting location or whatever. And also maybe because it's California, even though it was far away from LA, like maybe there's a a familiarity with the idea of people using things for shoots and it's not as novel as it would be to us in New Jersey or something. That's a very, 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 you know, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, they shot scream there. They shot, um, Krippendorf's tribe. Like, (laughs) down the street why is Krippendorf's tribe <laughs> the first movie that you can think of i don't know have you ever even seen Krippendorf's tribe no what is that about i don't know richard dreyfus is in it yeah i think so that's all right? i know and jenna elfman oh boy <laughs> Krippendorf's <laughs> tribe. i feel like i've seen that like at the impulse buy in a wegmans or something <laughs> yeah. and i don't and, and that's just because they found it in the back it's right. a vhs from 30 years ago yeah ago. There, there's not even a price tag on it you can just take it i'm looking up Krippendorf's tribe right now okay it is from 1980 1998 okay after Great. squandering his grant money <laughs> that's how it opens <laughs> Despondent and recently widowed anthropologist James Krippendorf, Richard Dreyfus, must produce hard evidence of the existence of a heretofore undiscovered New Guinea tribe. I bet this is offensive. I, uh, the cover appears to be offensive. <laughs> it can't be a very sensitive portrayal. Grass skirts, makeup, and staged rituals transform his three troubled children into the Shelmikidemu. A Uh-oh. primitive culture. <laughs> this doesn't seem good I don't good feel at good all. about it. No. Um, what's this? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, a primitive culture whose habits enthrall scholars. But when a spiteful rival threatens to blow the whistle on Krippendorf's ruse... Is that Jenna Elfman? He gets into the act as well. Never mind. I guess. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it should be called Krippendorf's Ruse. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the sequel. Perhaps. Um, so anyway, I mean, they're like, yeah, Scream was shot there. Krippendorf's try was shot over there. Like, yeah. this is just what our life is like. Yeah, I guess so. But you would still think that there'd be like a sticker or something. Yes. And I think, I think that is the quality that mm-hmm. like, I, you know, when I say it's trippy to go here, I, I think it's exactly that quality that makes it trippy that nobody else seems to be acknowledging, acknowledging this, that this is something from a movie. Cause then it makes me go like, well, this is it right. Like it almost <laughs> right. makes you feel out of place. Yeah. Cause I remember the Stu's house was listed as an Airbnb for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the stained glass in the front window was Ghostface. Right. When I went, it was not, it was like a regular piece of glass. Right. And so it just almost had this like thing of like, <laughs> we've all acknowledged that we all let's call it what it is we know what this is right don't we i think we do yeah we're sort of saying it's not that i guess just some couples don't want that in the you know background of their shots or something which also makes sense but it turned me into cooper at the end of twin peaks season three going like what what because the way he ends that season is just yeah just going like where am i what's going on yeah yeah it's sort of how it felt a little (laughs) bit so funny um but speaking of people going there as a wedding venue Mm mm-hmm there are probably a decent chunk of people, probably the majority of people, have no idea. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you think for the average person who's having their wedding at a venue mm-hmm. and then they're told this is like an icon of horror and was I don't in a think movie it would even be that last year? Because I think to some people, horror fans, it's iconic. And not even every single horror fan. Yeah. I think they're probably saying. If they say anything at all, um, you may have heard of the movie Scream. Right. That was shot here. And they go, oh, and move on. Do you think some people are like, oh, I don't want that. Maybe. Right? Maybe. Like my house was where like a bunch of people were like right. stabbed. Yeah. and I'm sure there are people who. Someone was set on fire. Well, never mind. When you watch when you watch the most recent movie, by the way, now more than ever. I said this on our commentary track. But now more than ever, it looks like a set. Because it is. Mm-hmm. But like in, in the new movie, it's all AstroTurf and it's a yeah. built house. Right. And it s- looks so fake to me. Yeah, I hadn't noticed how fake it looked until you pointed it out during that commentary. I'm Especially so glad the I could outside. ruin the, the <laughs> illusion for you. <laughs> the outside in particular, the AstroTurf. I was like, whoa. The outside of Stu's house in the new movie is is like a play. Yeah, it looks... Yes, it looks super fake. It is so bizarre looking. Yeah, whereas in the 
picture that you showed us of Stu's house, they don't even have a conventional lawn. They have yeah. like a bunch of plants and stuff. Now, why wouldn't you want to lean What's into the fact favorites? that the house does not look the same as it once did? You know, like the ha- the structure oh, the of the house looks the same. You mean? But yes, in the new movie, why wouldn't they want to be like, yeah, there's now like a fountain in the front, like because suggest it's all, the time has passed. I think it's all about throwing back to the originals. I guess. Remember? So. Yeah. So of course, I think that it's a requel. Right. Of course. As they say. Yes. Um, all right. Well, let's take a break. Mm-hmm. And then I want to talk a little bit more about Zodiac. And I want to talk about going to Alcatraz. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Ooh. But I do Sounds good. Uh, also want to remind everybody that, yeah, I just said it right now. We've got commentary tracks for all of the yes. Scream movies on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash pod. That is five commentary tracks that you get access to instantly. Yeah. When you join the ghost tier and up. The ghost tier starts at $4 a month. Um, if you join as high as our demon tier, you get an exclusive new episode every single Monday. So you get twice the guide to the unknown mm-hmm. as anybody else on the planet. That's right. And then there are also extras like those commentary tracks, things that aren't necessarily our like set in stone weekly bonus episode, but we just do it for fun. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot over at patreon.com slash pod, and you help support the show. You help keep it going and we appreciate it so incredibly much. I can't tell you. Every once in a while I go, you know what? Let's stop. And then mm-hmm. I see somebody sign up to the Patreon. I'm like, we no, the show we, must go we on. We must. The people demand it. <laughs> yeah. They want more. Here it <laughs> we comes. can't disappoint them. Yeah. The pressure of it. Um, I'm starting to crack. <laughs> no, Kristen, Kristen. <laughs> somebody else just signed up, Kristen. Oh, I'm I'm well. We feel renewed. I'm thriving. Yes. Yeah. Um, we also want to uh, share a clip with all of our listeners today. Yes. Uh, this clip comes from our friends over at the Belief whole podcast you can get their show at beliefhole.com we're going to play a clip for you from their episode entities monstrous muppets and nightmares in the closet mm-hmm. um this is a show by the way hosted by three brothers yeah who cover all things paranormal and weird with deep research humor and cinematic storytelling so here check out this clip and uh we'll see you on the other side but he did say we're going to talk about monstrous muppets coming to torment children. Are they screen memories? Are they interdimensional parasites? That is weird, though. I mean, in the context of screen memories, thinking about Muppets, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, and also like the idea of the trickster sort of interdimensional entity that wants to feed on fear. What I wanted to do is kind of discuss that. We just brought these ideas up because I want to go into these stories. And I want people to listen to the stories and kind of think, if this person had a real experience and if this isn't some reinterpretation of a dream that someone had as a child, if you think that there's legitimacy to this as a, being a real experience, what category do you think this might fall in? Might fall in? Bam. Mm-hmm. The Belief Hole podcast releases two episodes every single month. Once again, you can get their entire show over at beliefhole.com. That's right. So go check it out. Go check it out, everybody. Um, all right. So let's uh, let's talk about uh, San Francisco itself. Okay. So like I said, we spent a couple did of days. Did you have days. any rice there? No. Did make one rice joke while we were there. How'd that go? Only one held back. Well, it's, well, I said to Zoe at one point, welcome to San Franchoni. Do mm-hmm. you want some rice? Why didn't you say, welcome to San Franchoni. Would you like some rice <laughs> You know, I think I thought it was funnier to... <laughs> to undercut the entire rhyme possibility. That's only if you know sure. the rhyme's coming. But like it did that. it did kick off a lot of me referring to it as San Franchoni, which I'm sure never got old. No, I like that. I'm certain it never got old once. Well, you say a choni for like a million things. Yeah, I do. That's part of the family culture here. It has a fun... It, yeah, it rolls off the tongue nicely, at right. least in this house. Right. Um, so while we were in San Franchoni, <laughs> we, we rode trolleys. Fine. I was looking at those hills, Kristen, and thinking, oh, I'm... I'm a little worried. Scary hills. <laughs> the, the hills really are intense. Yeah. And Allie at one point was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your calves will burn after a couple of days here. Mm-hmm. And mentally I was like, oh, I hope she's speaking generally. Right. Like the average person's calves will burn. Right. But mine are impervious because I'm so strong. Or we're not going to walk up those hills. God, right? yeah. Did you? Uh, no. Okay, we did good. walk up. We walked up some hills. Mm-hmm. We did not walk up like the crazy stereotype San Francisco hills. Right. And I still was decently wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, How are your feet? You have had foot problems on vacations before I because have. of the walking. How'd it go? Kristen? Yeah? 
Let me put it to you this way. <laughs> I was gelling like a felon. Really? You found a solution? Yeah. What's your solution? Gel insoles. <laughs> I was literally... In just your regular shoes? Yeah. You put your... Great. Yes. Great. I was That's literally great. gelling. Great. Like a felon. I'm very happy to hear that. Um, yeah. No, I... Uh, uh, tons of walking. Mm-hmm. Tons, tons to do. But thankfully, we stayed away from the insane hills. And part of that is that we took actual historical trolleys. Yeah. They've got, they've got like their modern trolley subway-ish bus systems. Mm-hmm. And then they have historical wooden trolleys. Cool. Which we rode and were wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. It almost pinged a memory that maybe you can help me with. Okay. Was clang, there... clang, clang goes the trolley. Is it that? <laughs> ding, 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 ding goes the bell. Zing, zing, zing when my heart strings. I fell. Thank you. Is that? That was it. You solved it Great. I knew I could help. Did we, when we lived in Connecticut, was there some sort of a trolley? <laughs> or did we ever ride? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Did we ever ride in something that was made of wood? Huh? Not that I, not off the top. I never but think that of doesn't it, mean that it didn't happen. I know. I, yeah. I never think of a, a mode of transportation being wood. Wood. And yet, being hmm. on this old trolley, have we traveled in wood? I know. I don't know. I, 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 it, it immediately made me. It gave me like a sense memory, as if I'd been on a trolley before, but not not deja vu. It really know. felt like something from our childhood. I don't know. No. Not that I know of. It was was real weird. Hmm. Um, Now, I want to tell you a story where I've changed all of the details. Okay. To protect the innocent? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Because I'm sure he's innocent, but it was crazy. Okay. (laughs) So at one point, we were on a bus. We we had screwed up a couple of times. We like took a bus where we were trying to go, say, north, and we ended up going south. Just a total opposite direction after turn around. Um, I will say... One of those times we took a, a bus and it took us, we were like, oh, it's gonna, we're going to be on here for a good long while. And mm-hmm. then like stop three was the bus depot and they're like, end of the line, folks. Oh, no. <laughs> we had to get off. <laughs> did you hear, Was did it make the news over here that somebody was climbing a building Not in San that Francisco? I know of. You know how like occasionally somebody, it's like the, the lizard man will like try to scale a skyscraper from the outside. <laughs> that, that dude from Rage Against the Machine who climbed up something at like the VMAs. Is that right? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. So somebody was climbing a building. I don't know about that. Yeah. I had heard about it on the news in the morning. And then when Allie and I ended up at the bus depot, Did I was like, them? it's that building. And so we got the off guy the bus there? and there were a bunch of reporters right at the base of the building. And Did we you were give him a comment? To, <laughs> you should have inserted yourself. <laughs> My name is William Rogers. I'm from the East Coast, and boy, did I not bargain for this coming out west, <laughs> coming out to the great wild west. <laughs> um, I'm not from San Franconi. I don't even like rice, but this is wild. <laughs> they don't use it, you know. How could they not use it? Um, but so I had this like, um, yeah, I had a bit of a Forrest Gump moment where I was like, why are we like walking through like a historical moment right now? So anyway. We get on the bus going the right way, and then at a stop, I can only hear this man at first, and I'm, cha- I'm, I'm literally changing everything, including where he said he wants to go. This uh-huh. is a made-up place as far as I know. I hear a man go, does this bus go to, go to wipe out comics? Okay. And the driver goes like, what? <laughs> He's like, wipe out comics. Does it go to wipe out comics? And the guy's like, I, yeah. And the guy goes, Okay. <laughs> all right like all indignant okay, i'm sorry i'm bothering you and now he gets onto the bus and he plops down and i can see him a very large man sweating profusely mm. no mask wow pulls a phone out Not of his pocket that. and goes and, and barks into the phone i need to speak to the marshal's office it, like instantly i'm like what is what a weird combination of things you need to get to wipe out comics yeah. but you also have to speak to the marshal's office yes. that makes it seem i don't know and it, it, what i'm telling you even though i changed the names it is the equivalent of saying i need to go to a right, comic shop right. it was a somewhat like frivolous retail mm-hmm. oriented place that he needed to get to right now but he needed to talk to the sheriff's office Weird. so i'm tuning in big time oh yeah and he goes this is johnson 
badge number 32017. And I'm immediately taking notes. Yeah. He goes, they're having a hard time breathing. And I feel really, really sick. Oh, my God. And I start looking around the bus to see if everybody else is getting as nervous as I am. And like Allie and I lock eyes for a second and I like tighten my mask. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, what is going on? I got about to spew. And he goes, I'm going to be there soon. I just need you to have a glass of water ready for me. Cause I feel really sick. He's speaking so with so so much effort, uh-huh. but also so deliberately and punctuating every plosive of the word sick. I feel like he needs to go to the hospital. Don't get on the bus, Johnson. Yeah. Go to the hospital. Oh my god. Don't sit god. near my daughter. No. Get out of here. So he's sitting on the bus, and I'm thinking, like, my head is spinning. Right? Is there a crime at Wipeout Comics? That I know. He's, yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, is there, like, a secret marshal's office, <laughs> like, at the back of, <laughs> of, you ask for, like, a particular comic book, and they're like, oh, yes, right this way, sir. It opens up a door. And it's a bunch of people smoking cigarettes, and they glance at you as you come in. They're like, <laughs> And come hand you a here. glass of water, hopefully. Take a look at the plans. We've got this <laughs> glass of water ready for yeah. you, Johnson. Are you dying? <laughs> oh, my God. It sounded bad. Oh, and he kept going, like, I'm really... Uh, out of shape and I'm just worried. <laughs> and so I was like, I was like, is this at like I'm I'm walking around San Franconi all day and, uh-huh. I'm, and I and I can't do it. I'm sweating, or is this I'm like COVID. Oh my I'm I'm God. barking out COVID breath on this bus, shouting at the top of my lungs, making phone calls. Did you at any moment think that you were on hidden camera or something? No. Like they're seeing if like somebody is gonna help this man? Uh <sighs> I mean, how? I don't know. This is so weird. Sir, let me sop you. <laughs> please, please. No, I'll I, take my mask off and sop up your forehead. It's just so weird. I, I, Kristen, I could not. I couldn't believe it. Oh, and, then, uh, and then before he gets off the bus at uh, Wipeout Comics or whatever I wrote, he turns and he goes, he's cute. About Zoe. He's like, how, how old is he? He's like, she's 15 months. He's like, oh, they're, they're a handful at that age. Seems like you're a bit of a handful. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it, was, it was crazy. I hope it, this guy's okay. There were, there were several characters. I'm you know? sure. Everybody's a character, right? Yeah. So, like, there was, there was that guy, and, you know, he just he got off the bus and out of our life. And wow. I, I wish him well. But I, do, I did write down his name, mm-hmm. his badge number, yeah, which all felt so did specific. Did you give it a gook? But I do think I should check the obituaries <laughs> because yeah, it my, didn't seem good. I want to check the obits. I wish, listen, I wish you well. Of course. I changed your name to Johnson. I changed your badge, but I do have all your information. I hope you're okay. Man. Um, it was intense. It was Sounds very intense. Like it. Um, but it also felt, again, like a murder mystery. Like mm-hmm. somebody just, like, I'm minding my own business thinking about how, like, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. Starts in San Francisco and you you go downhill That's right. on those hills. It's like skateboarding basically. Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking about that kind of thing. I thought you were talking about the movie for a second and I was like, you saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2? No, I didn't even see I Sonic, see the, Hedgehog Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah, I think they referenced Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in the the new movie. Huh? The, oh, the, the, yeah. The San Francisco stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, I'm thinking like I'm sitting here just thinking about my day. Right. And now here comes a ton of information here for me. Trouble. Here comes like... <laughs> Here he comes. Where do I go? <laughs> like it was crazy. But like I'm thinking like Also, why doesn't he have access to different resources? Yes. Why Detectives is he taking like the bus? On trolleys? I know. And like like it felt like information that I should be writing down. Like Johnson was poisoned. Right. You know, and I can give the details to somebody later down the line where I was like, yes, yes, I did cross paths with Johnson. Yeah. I do have his badge number. I do know where he was going. I do know how he felt. Like I, this I is know all highly so, irregular. I know so much about this man. Right. He may as well have just he was so said, loudly like, saying it. I'm working on secret case 4219er. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like saying things right. for someone to overhear. <laughs> And write down. It was so bizarre. Uh, but then uh, 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 for other characters, we went to the uh, a very famous boardwalk mm. where we saw um, big seals, like big fat sea nice, lions floating nice. on docks. And it's like, I, I've never seen Game of Thrones, but I can Me only neither. imagine that uh, it's how it felt to watch the show 
when the game is being played with the thrones and you don't know who's going to end up in the throne or <laughs> whatever that show is about. Because I was watching this thing and there would be like a big fat sea lion on a dock. Yeah. And then other sea lions would swim up onto the dock and they would fight over oh, they want the who dock. gets ownership of the dock. Oh. And there was one sea lion that looked like crumbs. And he was. He does look like a sea lion. He does. He's yeah. a beautiful boy. But this sea lion on the dock was clearly like, had been there for a while. His fur is all dry. Sounds like crumbs. He's all dried out, and every sea lion that's trying to get to him is all like wet from the water, and so they're all slick and stuff. Yeah. So the sea lion that's been there for a while has clearly been holding this piece of property for a bit. Yeah. And anytime somebody comes up, he like, oh, 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 <laughs> like fights them and gets them <laughs> back into the water. And I took a video. I shot a video and in it, I told Allie after the fact, I was like, watch when they defeat the king. You can hear like the entire boardwalk go, oh, when you listen to it, you only hear me. <laughs> so <laughs> there were people all around and now I'm like, is that how that moment went? Right. Was I the only one who cared? <laughs> could have sworn we were all in on this but it sure seems like from the video i was the only one that was like the king's been defeated <laughs> it's like my wrestling or something watching seals fight over a, a dock <laughs> so funny but there was a magician on the boardwalk uh-huh like kind of like a hackneyed kind of you know i don't know he's, he's juggling fine all well and good sure but uh as we were walking past him the final time he was trying to get up on a big unicycle <laughs> And he had people helping him because it was really tall. It was like a six foot high unicycle. God. So he's balancing on the wheels and then he's got to get the seat. He's got to sit on the seat. Mm -hmm. So the last thing that I heard this magician say um, to the helpers, he goes like, all right, all right, uh, fellas, now just help uh, position that seat there under my uh, my area. <laughs> Walked away. No, like wasn't saying it to be <laughs> to be funny. It like genuinely just called it his area. My area. <laughs> Position the seat under my uh <clears throat> my area. <laughs> Please. Also, I kind of think if your routine has has an element to it where somebody has to position something under your area, then you should really have a magician's assistant with oh, you. Oh, yeah. Somebody just walking on the boardwalk has to get this bicycle seat under this guy's taint <laughs> and, like, tip him a dollar into an overturned top hat. I need you to get this seat under something, between something I don't have and something I have a lot of. If you can please help me. Anyway, oh God! Uh, went into Houdini's magic shop, did a quick 180, got right the hell out of there. Uh, why? What was the deal? <laughs> Holy crap. I thought that this place was going to be like a huge, deep magic yeah, shop. fun. They had a Zoltar machine out front and skeletons. It was cool. I was going to go in there and try to get promising. some like, guide to the unknown fodder. Yeah. Walked in. There's one guy wearing like a curly hair wig. We're not That's sure. Weird. It wasn't like a rainbow wig or anything fantastical, but when we left, Ali goes, is that man's hair real? It was like a young man. <laughs> we had no idea. But so we walked in and it was like, it was like fake dog crap. Yeah. And joy okay. buzzers. It was like the um, the magic store that Pee Wee goes to, it yeah. sounds like, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Way less exciting. Yeah, because that place is scary, That actually. place is scary, but it also seemed like it had like a lot going on in it. Mm -hmm. This, it was two guys behind the counter. And I don't know how they can justify having two people on staff. I don't at a get time. it. I don't yeah. get it. And like, yeah, I, they they asked Who if knows? they could help us. It seemed like they needed help, and we got out of there. <laughs> I don't blame we you. Left. Um, all right, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about Alcatraz. Yeah. So uh, uh, Ali got us tickets to go on a tour of the Alcatraz. Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Hell yeah. And you have to get there by ferry. Mm -hmm. It's an island, and. Uh, it was absolutely incredible, like cool. incredible, incredible. Um, when you first get off the ferry there, um, there's like a park range. It's a national park. Mm -hmm. So uh, they have you come over and they give you sort of like the rules and like it's a bird sanctuary these days. Oh, it's nice. absolutely beautiful. He had a great line. Um, this park ranger guy was given the spiel right off the bat. He goes... All right, let's talk about a few things. If you want to drink water, if you want to get something to eat, you can eat that stuff down here by this office. That is the only place that, that you can eat. If you need the bathroom, there are toilets all over this island. Only two of them work. And I was like, I love that. Yeah. He probably says that about a thousand times a day. Oh, I'm sure. But it was a great line. Yes, why not use it? Absolutely great line. Um, and so uh, one of them goes like, now, if you want to get your, uh, your junior Alcatraz sheriff's badge... Come speak to my associate over here in the corner, mm -hmm. Officer Roger. 
So I go over and I ask about getting a little badge for baby Zoe. I want her to be a junior of course. sheriff. Zoe is 15 months old. She is adorable. Yep. She does not know. That she's a sheriff. That she's a sheriff. Yeah. They say, yeah. There's That's a, part of the power of it. Correct. Yes. They go, here's an activity booklet. Have your child fill it out. Oh, boy. We'll check their progress when you bring it back and see if they earn their badge. Did you cheat? I say, well, she's 15 months old. Mm-hmm. Can I just have the badge? <laughs> and the guy goes, you know what? It's good for all ages. So he hands me a workbook. What? To fill out in she's a little. She's 15 months old. And a little golf pencil. Allie and I go off on the tour. Alcatraz, like San Francisco, is primarily vertical. Uh-huh. They're like, yep, climbing to the top of Alcatraz is the equivalent of uh, uh, going up 10, 10 stories of wow. a building. If anybody feels like they can't make that walk, we've got uh, little cars. Didn't take the car. Direct just... me to the car. You know, I, I thought of that you for did a second. The walk? I was like, we're going to walk. Oh, okay. 10 well, stories was... is not that much. No, it's really not. By the time that I got up to the top, I was like, oh. It's still not that much. Oh, okay. But like, what I, how lazy do I feel like I want to be? I nice guess the making a big deal about it would it's make the, me yeah. feel like, like you maybe should. I should back off. But yeah. when you think about 10 stories, like yeah. that's not that crazy. Listen, I, I, I broke a sweat. Oh, I'm it was, sure. It was not that yeah. much. But so we walk up to the top and now you've got the cell blocks and you can mm-hmm. walk through and you can uh, peek into one of the cells where they have um, replicas of, of people who escaped at one point. Oh, I love that Who put their stuff. paper mache heads in the bed. Yeah. And it's very creepy looking. Yeah, I love that. It's like Uncanny Valley in real life. You're looking at these paper mache heads. They don't really have faces. Right. You can imagine a guard walking by and glancing around at a bunch of people. Yeah. Being, right, there were people in that there bed. There was a lump in that bed. It's dark. But no when whatever. you're looking at it up close, you're like, ew. Like, it, it's like a flesh tone lump. Yeah. With hair on it. Yeah. It's like very eerie. Um, most of the toilets are completely shattered. What do you mean? Like, the, it, it's as if an elephant sat on the bowl. What happened to them? I don't know. Huh. I do want an answer to this. Me too. I'll never ask. No, me neither. Um... But it is peculiar. Everything right. else seems to be in decent Pretty repair. Pretty good condition. But the bowls, Kristen, the bowls. Hmm. The tank was fine. That's, you, that oh, is weird. Really I don't get tank? it. Maybe it just went into the wall. I would think that you'd want that to be like the strongest part of the toilet. Because now think. I'm thinking, was the tank like so well constructed or of a stronger material that it stood the test of time? Yeah. But like the bowl has become rubble. But you sit on the bowl. You're going to want a sturdy bowl. Right. I mm. have no idea. Yeah. I do not know. Um, Zoe, um, uh, could not have been less interested. Okay. I have to say. Sure. Um, uh, I think that it was a bit much. Yeah. Um, she did not want to be in her stroller. Oh. Um, she wanted to like, it was quiet up there. Yeah. Echoey is all get out. Uh huh. And she wanted to hoot and howl and holler. She did? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It was very awesome and also very hard to keep her satisfied. <laughs> Incredibly hard. Um, but it was cool. We got to like stand inside their solitary confinement thing and like go inside a cell and cool. like do all of this like cool, interesting yeah. stuff. And uh, this was another case where I, I said to Allie, like, oh, yeah, 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 I know where we are. And, like, this all looks exactly um, uh, in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. Mm. Alcatraz is a level. Yeah. And I know exactly where we're going because of that video game level. That's awesome. And I do. Yeah. And I, I looked at it again after we got off the island and, and like, yeah, that PlayStation 2 game had it dead right. Accurate. <laughs> it yeah. felt like I was in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. Oh, going the out dream. The, the, the absolute dream, yeah. Kristen. But it was it was super super cool. Did they talk about The Rock, the movie? No. Huh. No. It How didn't make me want to watch The Rock. I I watched The Rock, you know, in the last couple of years. It was good. Yeah, I I you would mention that and mm-hmm. I and I shrugged it off, but I think I do want to. It would probably be fun to watch having been there. I yeah, I think that that's probably yeah. true. Um uh so we get back down and I, uh, we're, we're waiting for the the ferry back, and I realize like ah, oh, I didn't fill out any of that stupid workbook. Oh right. So I start flipping through the workbook and <laughs> filling it out, and you know one of them like you're supposed to be like a lot of the questions are like okay, fill this part out when you're standing in the cell blocks. Oh. And some of the questions... It's to keep, like, kids busy and not as bored exactly. as they might be. But some of the questions are like, how would you feel if you were behind the bars? And I wrote... Bad. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> like I wrote this sitting there. 
I would feel bad. I can't sir. believe that person didn't just give you the I know. the pin. I know. And and one of them was like, Did you notice the cannon that's pointed out the window? What do you think that's for? And I wrote, To protect Balls. us. Uh, Balls. To protect us. And uh but then it says like what year is written above the door? I'm like, ah crap. Oh my god. Uh but then somebody goes, the ferry is coming. It'll be here in five minutes, folks. I'm like, all right, screw this. So yeah. I, I scribble a couple other things on the packet <laughs> and I rush over because I'm like, what are they going to do? What are they going to say? Yeah. So so uh, this, I'm not changing this person's name. It seems yeah. anonymous enough. Uh, Ranger Roger uh-huh. goes, oh, hey there. Did you did you finish the uh, the the packet? Did your kid finish the packet? And I went, yeah. well, he, go, he goes, let me check it. Let's check your work. And I went, oh, I got to be honest with you. My daughter's 15 months old. I filled this out and I didn't finish. Yeah. So can I get that badge? Do what we will. Yeah. And he goes, well, let's just take a look. And I, and I, and I go, I, I gotta tell you, I What's just want to get, I just want to get the badge. Yeah. And he goes, okay, well, um, uh, what was your favorite part of visiting Alcatraz? He says to me without, now it's fine to ask me what my favorite part of visiting Alcatraz no, but was. This is so weird. The cadence of his question uh-huh. was as if I was seven. Right. He right. did not adjust his patter for the fact that he's speaking to a 35 year old balding man. Maybe he was a robot. I think so. I think that he had, and I've set. done this before. Yeah. I've done this before where, when like I worked at a restaurant or. No, like, I know. I was making a joke that he was an actual robot. But yeah, uh, you just get locked into. You're locked into yeah. your mode. This is how I usually have to talk to people out, totally. out of this window. But he, at no point did he update it. So <laughs> right. I, he goes, what was your favorite part of visiting Alcatraz? No irony. Not being cute. Yeah. Genuinely asking. I was like, oh, the, the cell blocks. And he goes, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of history here, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, Yeah. Yeah, and there is. Did you go, Roger Rogers? I didn't like. We have a kinship. Just uh, yeah. give me my goddamn give me the badge. Goddamn badge, and yeah. I'll get out of your hair. Right. But he was like, to think that all of the things happened here on this very island. All right, buddy. The fairy is really coming incredible. In. And I, I really did. I was like, I yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I know. So he gave me the badge. We got the hell out of there. <laughs> God. <laughs> it was incredible, though. Yeah. I I couldn't believe it because I I really did. He hung, he, he left a silence when he, yeah. he goes, what was your favorite part of the island? <laughs> and I, I, I went, oh, got to be the, um, the, the, the cells upstairs just really intense. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And left room for me to continue. So I was like, you know, it just seemed like. Um, <laughs> like they spent a lot of time in there. Spent a lot of time, you know, must so. have been like hard time though. Right. Not easy time. Oh my God. <sighs> Also, uh, kids grew up on this island, and I never really thought about that before. And he goes, yes, yes, yes. Many children um, grew up on this ferry island and take the ferry to school. Oh. I was like, wow, thank you, uh, Sheriff uh, Roger. <laughs> what do you mean there were kids living there on were the kids, island? Kid, it, this is true. So I never thought about this, uh-huh. but the guards lived on the island. Oh, okay. They yeah. would have like apartments on the island. Oh. And their kids lived on the island and would play they had like a part of the island that was for them to play like stickball and stuff like that and they would take the ferry to school oh all right so like kids grew up on alcatraz island which is crazy yeah but i had this out-of-body experience where i was like he off ranger roger also sort of rebooted me into being yeah a kid and i'm not giving him enough info yeah where i have to like be like moby dick was a fish a a big fish Mm mm-hmm a really, really big fish. Like, yeah. what do I have to do to satisfy you so I right. can move on with my day? Um, it was, it was, it was a wild scene. It sounds like um, it, but it was Kristen. It was a hell of a trip. It sounds it was, like it was it. very it like enjoyable. It was really fun. It was, it was wonderful. Uh, we Fantastic. drove past uh, the corner of Washington and Cherry, mm-hmm. where um, uh, where the Zodiac um, killed Paul Stein, oh. um, a cab driver. Yeah, and I kept. And similar to like Ghostface, I kept thinking like, I wonder if anyone's going to have like a Zodiac symbol yeah. around here or something. I guess it'd be a little bit more. Way worse. Yeah. Way worse of a thing to right. do. But like it didn't seem impossible no. either. Mm-mm. It was just, I don't know. It's weird to go to a place where you know it for one thing and nobody yes. else, everybody else lives it all the time. So they, they don't right. care. It makes perfect sense. To them, it's just kind of happenstance. Yeah. Just you so know, But you're strange. going to check it out specifically. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That is a really weird sensation, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 It was weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah, really enjoyed it. First time that I'd ever been to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, tried to go out of my way to get a, a couple of interesting nuggets. Yeah. 
to share. Stumbled across some other characters. Some things that I won't tell you on the show, but I'll tell you off to the side. Can't wait. Uh, that were good and weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and quite frankly, I'm hoping to go back out to California sooner rather than later. Great. I have to say, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to try to pitch some decks. Great. And take a trip out west. I don't know what that means. Assemble decks? I hear people talk about decks occasionally on Twitter, and, and I don't know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you probably wouldn't understand. It's, pretty, <laughs> it's, all, uh, it's all pretty technical. <laughs> what the hell is that? So I probably wouldn't get it. What is that? Yeah. Is it like a PowerPoint? Oh, uh, yeah. Kind okay. Of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're trying to sell something, right? Right. Trying to sell like a story. So Yeah. So you put to... together a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Okay. A lot of them are PDFs. Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't sit with a clicker in my hand and go, okay, the woods. Mm-hmm. Spooky, right? Yeah. We'll take a look at this. Click, click. Extra spooky. Right. Put a ghost so in there. So then what do you do? Um uh uh, uh share some writing. Uh-huh. Share a trajectory of where the story would go from this point. Um But what's going on with the deck? You're not click clicking. What's I mean, happening? Oh, you send it to somebody or or print it out or share it on a screen. So it's like sending somebody a Google Doc. Yeah, sort of. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean. Gotcha. What else does it need to be? I don't know. There's something I just don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. Okay. Who's asking? <laughs> I've just seen people so talk about working on decks before, and I have assumed that it was a bunch of slides, but I don't really know. Feels like a lot of probing into process, and uh, you know, everybody has their own process. <laughs> of course. I'm not, of course. I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure how much my process actually aligns with anybody else's. <laughs> I mean, if it works, it works. Who cares? Well, who knows if it works? Yeah. You'll see. Got to prep it and see what happens. Yeah. All right, everybody. Yes. There you go. Thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed it. We will be back next week with more stuff. But in the meantime, if you would like even more Guides to the Unknown, as we mentioned before, go to patreon.com slash gttupod, and we would love to see you over there. And you can also go to gttupod.com, which is the home of Guides to the Unknown. You can find all sorts of stuff, links to our Facebook group, links to all of our past episodes, info on advertising. And uh, yeah, go check it out. Yep. And uh, I we probably should have said this, but... If you're listening to this on the day that it drops, tomorrow, yes. tomorrow, Kristen and I are going to be at the New Jersey Devil uh, Festival. The Jersey Devil Fable Festival. Fable Festival yep. in Asbury Park. Yes. We're going to be doing a live show at 2 p.m. Eastern, but we're also going to have a table all day, so come mm-hmm. down and say hello. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, check the show notes for a link if you want to get tickets to that. Yeah. Alongside... It's actually, it's a free event, but then there are things that are paid within the event that you could choose to participate in perfect our thing is free okay so free 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 come down come down and see us mm-hmm. then, please everybody um uh and you can also follow us online yep i'm at chillin Kristen. i am at the myth traveler so thank you all so much for joining us this was almost just like uh what a lot of podcasts are yeah we're just sort of like conversational and and, and laid back this is not yeah. what we typically do here i hope people enjoyed it right i did yeah um all right everybody we'll see you next week for more spooky stuff but until that time comes we must travel Back to the netherworld, go away. I just remembered that partway through the episode, Allie dropped off a bag of souvenirs. Yes. So I'm going to give you yours uh, on camera because we're still sitting here. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is an authentic cup. Authentic cup. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. An authentic Alcatraz cup. A tin cup. Pinky up. Awesome. You, I guess you would use to sip. And clang against the bars. Why were they doing that? I don't know. To annoy the guards? Seems like everything would annoy the guards. I guess. But I don't know. Anyway, but now you got one. All right. Cool. Thank you. You know what they said? What? They said that uh, the guards would have to make sure that they walked down perfectly through the middle of the halls uh-huh. to avoid anybody reaching out to grab them. Oh, my God. Isn't that horrible? Yes. Like if you stray to one side or the other, right. someone's just going to reach out and grab you and pull you. Like what a nightmare. I'd be getting grabbed constantly. What a nightmare. Oh, God. No, thank you. Anyway, now you can feel like you're in prison in the confines Great. of your very own home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, it says something. Yeah. On the bottom, it says this replica cup made of stainless steel is based on an original in the museum collection of the Golden Gate National Recreation Area. It is a, an official Alcatraz inmate cup. There you go. Great. You're, now Zoe's uh, Zoe's a junior guard. You're an official and I'm inmate. A prisoner. Wow. How fun. I bet I can bribe her to let me out. Yeah. Oh, probably. Quite <laughs> just, easily. Yeah, just offers her some fresh berries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or an egg. Uh, uh, egg. She likes egg. I'll eat egg. <laughs>